everybody. Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we're going to jump right into it. Some updates, recaps as we start a new week. Recapping what was finished to another good weekend. So before we get into the road ahead, because we're going to talk about some of the series to watch as we close out the month of August. Let's see what happened on Sunday. So we had one last showdown, at least we believe, one last showdown between Justin Verlander and Miguel Cabrera. They shared a salute before their final face-off. You know, these were two former teammates with the Detroit Tigers, longtime Tigers. And Verlander was pitching for the Astros up at Comerica Park in Detroit, facing a fellow future Hall of Famer in Miguel Cabrera. And, you know, you had Verlander get the best of him at this point. But, you know, two living legends, MVP winners. Like I said, future Hall of Famers, perhaps the best hitter and best pitcher of their generation. These guys face each other for a final time. And, I mean, yeah, second inning was the first time Miggy strode to the plate. They tipped their hat up to each other. So Miggy struck out looking on a curveball. Then the third inning, when they faced again, Miggy fouled off four pitches before grounding into a force out. In the fifth inning, with two outs and Miguel Cabrera due up next, Verlander got the out he needed, which ended his outing and Miggy was on the on deck circle. At the end of the day, Verlander earned his 254th career win. The Astros are one game back in the first place. Mariners and the AL West, which we're going to talk about. Mariners are alone in first place right now. And the Astros are tied with the Rangers for second place. So this was a Houston route. They they won this game, you know, slugfest. Kyle Tucker homered. You know, you, you saw you saw a lot of home runs in this game. Even Mickey homered, but he, he didn't hit it off of Verlander. This is after Verlander left the game. He hits it off of Phil Maton in the bottom of the eighth. Mickey homered in this game. It was a 14 and nothing game when Mickey hit that home run. But you know, at the end of the day, 17 to four was the final score for Houston. Just plenty of offense. Jeremy Pena five hit game. You know, a seven run eighth inning was really the massive crooked number for Houston. But, you know, we've been saying this This AL West is, is quite an interesting race. I still think the AL West will run through Houston like it has the past several years, but it's become very interesting. The Mariners are alone in first place for the first time this year. They stand alone on top of the AL West. So they did this with a 3-2 victory. They've been the hottest team in baseball for nearly two full months now, but... A 3-2 victory for Seattle. And, yeah, I mean, this was against the Royals. You saw a little bit of everything. And Julio Rodriguez, he's been hot. And he's been in the middle of all this, this huge turnaround the past month plus. He's been a huge part. Teoscar Hernandez has been swinging a hot bat. They've been pitching really well. Luis Castillo had six strikeouts. You had Munoz with the save. So right now, Seattle 74-56. And this is the first time since 2003 that they're alone in first place this late in the season. And they also had that through their 130th game. This was That was late August 2003, just like right now. And yeah, I mean, the M's have won 11 of their past 12, 19 of their past 23, 21 of their past 26. J-Rod is in homers. You know, yeah, it's just, it's a fun time up in Seattle right now. So... I still think the ALS is going to run through Houston because you have a month left and you're going to have to 
I mean, every game matters at this point for the Rangers, Astros, and Mariners. You don't want to fall. Like, you don't want... The worst thing that could happen right now for either of those three teams is is like a four-game losing streak. Because one of those other teams is going to be winning. Then you're going to all of a sudden fall, let's say, three games behind in the standings or three or four games behind the standings. That's going to be hard to move to to make up with the way things are going right now with those teams, the way they're playing right now. They're not making that many mistakes. You know, if they are, they're bouncing back up right back the next day. So you want to stay tight and you want to see what you can do as we close the season. But it's it's going to be, you're going to have to buckle up. It's going to be quite a ride for the rest of the season. Let's head to St. Petersburg where the Yankees and Rays played each other. Tensions flared. You know, tensions tend to flare with these two teams when they play each other. But it happened again. Randy Rosarena got drilled in the eighth inning of this game. Now, this is a heated rivalry at this point. And, you know, Yankee reliever, Albert Abreu, he began, he began the eighth inning hitting a Rosarena with a 95-mile-hour sinker. And this is the second time this year Abreu has hit a Rosarena. And it was the fourth time in Sunday's game that a Rays hitter was hit by a pitch from the Yankees. So you can definitely see why Tampa Bay is taking exception to this. A little bit of a dust-up, no punches thrown or anything. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this series, there have been guys hit on both sides of the series. So, at the end of the day, you know, the Rays are trying to win. The Yankees are out of it at this point. But the Rays really are trying to win. They, they don't want guys getting suspended. They don't want, you know, they don't want unnecessary beef. But, obviously, they feel like there's some bad blood, and this is part of baseball. But, at the end of the day, the Rays won this game 7-4 to at the Trop. And, yeah, I mean, they'll take it. But, I'm not sure if these teams are going to face off again this season. I'll have to take a look at the schedule. But Tampa Bay does hold a wild card spot. If the playoffs were to start today, they do hold that spot. And, of course, they, they want to take care of business. They're 8-2 in the last 10. They were playing really good baseball. So, you know, they're going to let the Yankees uh, fly away, fly, fly back home to New York or to their next city and hopefully forget about this. So, as we discussed... There are some key series to watch as we close out August. There are five key series to watch. I will say number one, perhaps the most pivotal so far, is Astros-Red Sox. So the Astros are in, are in Boston Monday through Wednesday for three games, head-to-head. And the last time these two clubs met was just last week in Houston. Boston gave Houston a 17-1 to loss at Minute Maid Park on Thursday to split a four-game series. But, you know, it's been up and down this August for the Astros. They're 13-11 this month, but with the first place Rangers scuffling, this is their chance, you know, to to regain ground against the Mariners, for example. But the Red Sox, they dropped two of three at home over the weekend against the Dodgers. So it's been a it's been a decent month for the, for Boston. They're 13-11, but they find themselves four and a half games out of an AL wildcard spot. So if they get some head-to-head wins against Houston, that'd be huge. But things to watch for: some hot hitters on both sides. Adam Duvall on the Red Sox side. And then, of course, you've got uh, Alex Bregman. He's had a strong second half. Other series to keep an eye on, Brewers, Cubs, mon- Monday through Wednesday. These NL Central rivals go at it. Then you have Reds at Giants, Monday through Wednesday. Then you have Braves at Dodgers, Thursday through Sunday. Weekend series, four games set. That's going to be big. You know, two of the NL's best teams. And then, last but not least, you're going to have Orioles at D-backs. Friday through Sunday over the weekend, three games, head-to-head. It's going to be the first meeting between these clubs since July 2019, when the D-backs won two of three over Baltimore at Chase Field. And 
yeah, both these teams are are trying to put themselves in playoff position right now. Of course, Baltimore is on top of the AL East, but it can't get complacent. You know, the the D-backs, you know, Corbin Carroll has cooled off considerably to open the second half after, you know, just a blistering start to the season. And I'll rookie the front runner. He was you know, an all-star. People are talking about him being a potential MVP candidate. He has cooled off, but he is heating up at the plate once again. Over his last eight games, he's hitting he's hitting 520 with two doubles, two triples, and a home run. For the O's, they just lost Felix Bautista to an injury. So it's how are they going to reshape that bullpen and and fill in that gap? But those are the you know, those storylines heading into the week. This is, you know, yeah, it's it's a big time of year. Also, shout out to Royce Lewis for hitting a grand slam on Sunday. You know, he's been hurt a lot this year. He came back, and every time he's been back, he's shown why he was the number one overall pick in 2017. He's shown flashes of brilliance, but hopefully he can stay healthy on the field. He hit a grand slam for Minnesota on Sunday, so shout out to him. But that's going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.